nice little snack for later. You know, I thought maybe if we get halfway through the show, I'd uh, make it a little hungry. One a little, little chunky peanut butter. Crunchy peanuts. Crunchy. I always want to call it chunky. Well, I mean it is, right? It is chunky, that's for sure. Uh, I can swear. I, I swear some brands label it chunky. Yeah. You could be right. Either way, I don't know. I'm saving some for later in my mustache. Yeah. Either way, I'm smooth all the way. You're a smooth boy. Yeah. It's like finish your job, turn it into peanut butter. <laughs> the other one, you know, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't really care if, so, if you only had chunky. But See, given the option. To me, and I don't know, I think this is just the way my mind works. To me, like crunchy peanut butter is now it's transcended past snack. Because there's there's like a <laughs> there's a solid component to it. It's kind of like it's three things now. It's butter, peanuts, and bread. Like it's 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 almost dare I say a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Where a piece of toast. I mean, a piece of toast. You can throw them all. You throw them all over the place. They're putting them for you at Denny's for breakfast. You're not eating them. Oh, I'm eating the toast. You're eating the toast every time. Damn. Yeah, because whenever you go out of a restaurant, the toast is always so much better than what you can make at home. <laughs> yeah, these industrial toasters they have, or maybe it's yeah. the butter. It's both. It's always perfectly toasted. The butter's perfectly melted. You don't see any white. It's all just that golden yellow. That go- Yeah, I, you know, they, they, they've really figured out the perfect <laughs> setting. And I mean, shit, I've had my toaster oven for five years now. I don't think I know the perfect, you know, oh, toast level still. I know everything. It sucks, yeah, if you ever get a new oven or a microwave, you lose all your your favorite settings. I know exactly the minute to how long the water's going to boil and how long I can walk away and all this shit. <laughs> I know exactly what I can do in the yeah. amount of time. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Anytime you move, <laughs> anytime you move, you're guaranteed to kind of fuck up your first meal. <laughs> yeah. And I and I've moved. I mean, this is my this is my third place here in the city alone. You know, every time you get, you know, I think our first place was uh, like a gas stove top. You know, with a little flame. And then yeah. our second place was it, it wasn't uh, like the grill. It was just like a surface, like a flat, slightly elevated flat, surface. Heated. Yeah. Where so the modern, the newer ones, right? Uh, where I, I may be. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you see that nowadays where the one... It's just like a flat glass with a hot thing underneath. Exactly. Yes, yes. Where the one that we're in now, it, it feels more of like what I know a stove to be. Like it's the little grill. The coil? Yeah, and you can you can physically <laughs> remove it yeah, to clean I think under those it. Are, I think those are phasing it, fading out right. from what I know. So I guess just the one solid... Top. I mean, though, obviously the coil's going to exist for decades. We all still own them. But. Yeah, I want to re- I want to remove <laughs> it and then have to remove that little, you know, kind of basin catcher that's underneath. And you really got to clean that. Get all those crumbs Get out. Get all of those crumbs <laughs> out. Because you know when something sneaks, like, kind of slips in down there, I oh, yeah. slip some eggs down there by accident. Or if you're cooking and then it'll start burning, smoke comes up, you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> the whole house burns down. You got to be like, Mom, <laughs> Dad, I'm so sorry. Uh, I just wanted eggs. I just wanted eggs. Well, your dad, your dad would uh, probably be privy to some kind of information. I'm sure you. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you had a, uh, some kind of fire training that was probably more than I had. 
No, I think we all had the same stuff. You know, when you're really young in school, you learn some stuff. Oh, of course. But you, 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 you I mean. <laughs> I didn't get any private lessons. Your dad didn't anything. give you any, uh, like, okay, they're going to tell you to do this, but what you're actually going to want to do is this. <laughs> <laughs> no secret tip. There, there were no secret. Secret menu. There was no secret uh, kind of like in and out thing, <laughs> in and out yeah. menu of, uh, of fire safety. With a wink. Uh, no. I think he would uh, do the same thing. Just call nine one one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's not doing. See, I he um... have, well, he isn't. Yeah, he doesn't have gear at home. He's not going to run and hook up the hose. Well, I, I I don't know. I mean, you know, Bruce Willis didn't have his gear on him at Nakatomi Tower, but he found a way to uh, to save the day. Anyways, I think your dad would have found a way. He could. I mean, people would show up like, "Hey, you need a hand." See, I <laughs> I you know, I faced advanced training in um potentially limb losing dangerous things uh like when it came to of course you know doing what like doing chores is like mowing the lawn uh i had steel toe boots mowing the lawn ever since i can remember mowing the lawn it was just Hmm. like that all that safety thing of like oh like you're fucking doing this because my my dad has a, knows a lot of people who lost a foot doing that or lost a leg doing that or uh you know if you <laughs> He knows a lot you say. He knows a lot more than uh <laughs> somebody would if he wasn't, you know, a professional of the sort. But yeah. um yeah, or when you're cutting a lawn, always go uh side to side. Or like sorry, um if you're cutting a hill, like cutting a lawn on a hill, Always mm-hmm. go side to side and not up and down, because yeah, yeah, my dad knows a fair amount you. of people who it fell back on them, and uh, you know now they don't have certain appendages. <laughs> so, uh, so you want to look out for that, uh, because you know if we miss, and also at the same time though, maybe if we're mistreating these lawnmowers, maybe these lawnmowers are looking for revenge. Uh, <laughs> on us, maybe I don't know. They're stored in, you know, d- damp garages or tool sheds. We never clean the grass from directly underneath it. Uh, it gets just like caked, it caked on there. Uh, maybe some of these lawnmowers uh, are looking for some revenge on us. Well, once again, it's uh, the technology. Oh, with the old and with the new, these new mowers, they all got the bags that catch the grass for you. You don't got to do anything. <laughs> Charge the battery. Yeah. yeah. Have you uh, have you tried these personal pace lawnmowers? It's got a little motor in it. It it works for it does the pushing for you. I'm sure you could get like a Roomba type thing for your lawn that would just mow the grass for you. <laughs> I'm sure they're they've tried that. They one thousand percent try. I bet it's like the they they still a lot of like chipmunks and stuff. Or I was gonna the say they can't quite figure out the how the how to make it. Uh, sort of cut consistent rows or columns. I mean, the you know the Roomba <laughs> can just sort of move its way around your home and you don't notice. But if that same yeah. technology on a yard, you know the lines I would, think they could. lines would be all over the place. If an electric razor can be set to a certain level, I think this this mower can figure it out. And this mower can figure it out. God just damn it! I fig- hope you set the length and you go from there. I hope so because you know I don't want one of these old lawn mowers. You know, the two parts gas, one part oil, or heaven forbid, one of those electric mowers, uh, you know, start to get some, you know, start to take it back on me. <laughs> because I don't know. Uh, I don't think the machines are going to rise up. Not yet? Well, not though. Those old ones, they don't even have computer chips in them. Oh, I guess they, they don't have a computer chip, so they're fine. Well, fuck, Mike. There's no time like the present. Why don't you tell Indeed. the kids at home what they're listening to? The one and only. 
Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, the premier podcast of the year, <laughs> whatever that means. <laughs> whatever that Hosted. <laughs> Hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd and Cameron Thunder Osborne. I'm over here. I'm one of the co-hosts of the premiere 2020, which will go down in history as such a great time. Everyone yeah. just kicked back, relaxed, and it was a great time. Um, and the professional wrestling world uh, is no different. We will never forget the Performance Center house shows. Um, <laughs> you know, the the crowdless thing. We will never forget this year of professional wrestling. Indeed, this whole era. Yes, yeah, so some of it will get mashed together, you know, I'm sure. But uh, we'll never, I can tell you one thing, we'll never forget the Thunderdome. <laughs> I will never for the rest of my life forget the first time I saw the Thunderdome because we are here. We're there now. We're here. We're already getting some some controversy. Some some people misbehaving, sneaking some things in online. I did hear on the Thunderdome. I did hear about that. Let's talk about <laughs> it. Let's 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 go around the ring and just and just say what it was. Around the ring, 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 around the ring. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure. I, I read a little post which was the guidelines of this, uh, of how to get in. Mm-hmm. Or, or or once you know how to get in, like, sort of what the guidelines are, and, yeah, like, no smoking, no signs, no, uh, you know, shirts with, fl- you know, no flagrant writing anywhere. But nowhere yeah. does it say, uh, there's, like, six or seven rules, nowhere does it say it has to be you. Yeah. It doesn't That's quite fair. say that. It just kind of gives all the things that uh, you're not uh, that you're not allowed to do, but it doesn't really say it doesn't have to be yourself. So, Mike, uh, we snuck uh, some things got snuck into Thunderdome. I'm sure the past three days. What have you seen? Uh, I saw some Chris Benoit's in there. Uh, what was the other? I saw someone said there was like a fucking ISIS killing in there that someone snuck in real quick. I didn't see the footage of that. But. Uh, Jesus Christ! (laughs) There's a couple other crazy ones. What what did you see? Um, I didn't see any of the crazy ones. No, I just saw the fun ones. Like there was a Pikachu. Yeah, that was. Uh, I saw the. Yeah, I didn't see. I saw. And then one person was like wearing like a little costume that looked like a bear or something. Like it was kind (laughs) of like you know, like the eyes and ears were on top, or like the ears were on top of their head, like it was a onesie. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a KKK outfit. And oh, the, the WWE apologized. They're like, oh, we didn't. We don't know about any of this. <laughs> we, we, oh, this isn't our fault. <laughs> but you know, you give you give this opportunity. There's always gonna be a couple people that try to slip in something, something edgy. Some oh, something uh, something uncalled for. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think. Um, uh, one time we were watching. Uh, I think this must have this must have been one of the seeding games for the NBA season, uh, and. We were watching the highlights, and it was in the middle panel. It was very quick, you know, because the ball was moving up the court. And just in my mind, I didn't say it out loud at the time, but I said, that was Charles Manson. <laughs> I said it to myself, just kind of yeah. like, uh, like, oh, like somebody in this virtual crowd looks exactly like Charles Manson. And then the yeah. ball goes back up the court, 
and I realized, mm-hmm. oh no, it's not Charles Manson. It's a, a, a fairly iconic photo, possibly his like Wikipedia photo yeah. of Charles Manson. <laughs> and we go back in these highlights. I finally say it out loud so I, we can get to the bottom of this thing. Uh, go back in the highlights, and 100%. Someone had figured out how to post, I guess, like just like an image on their computer. I don't know if they held another screen, you know, up to their camera or something. Yeah. But these, yeah, they they'll find a way. They'll find a way. So I guess they'll just up the way whatever monitoring they do. But I mean, at least that tells you it's genuine. These aren't planted fans. All of them there. There's some real people in there. So <laughs> yeah, well, and we'll have to find how to we'll have to find the the system of how to get up there because I would uh, I'd love to get I'd love to get up there on the uh, yeah. <laughs> in the th- in the Thunderdome. You know, does it? Well, you can. Does it let you know that you're? Uh, I don't know. I think you just like apply, and then if you get through it, they email you and say, "Here's your time. Sign in," and something like That's that. So cool. I think next yeah. next step is you have a webcam directly on top of every single LED board, uh, and then fans pay <laughs> you get to access view. that specific webcam, or possibly access like all. Maybe they can do it by tiers. <laughs> you know, you pay like you can pay like forty bucks to get this row of webcams, and then fifty bucks to get the, uh, and then maybe you know it'll so you, it's you on the screen and you seeing uh, from the seat. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, I don't even know how I stumbled the sidebar last summer. I found this website where like it's like remote controlled uh, cars and robots and stuff with webcams on the top. Kind of like what you're saying, but the <laughs> keyboard, you can control where it's going with your keyboard. And so this guy set them up in his house, but then people would like work together to like try to knock over his lamps and start fucking shit up when he's gone. And oh, really? It being chaos. <laughs> but the idea was really cool. Like I hopped on a couple of times and started moving this car around. It was cool. And it was just like, but in yeah. the and he'd come up like, you guys, you fucking broke my lamp. And he'd start yelling. But it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when we let somebody uh, in your house. Like, That's like the thing, yeah. You give the fans the power, they're gonna do something. But God. That's, anyways, uh, <laughs> that was. Just anyways, a little sidebar. Thunderdome still going well. That was our little trip around the ring. Unless Mike, you have any more news? No, not really. It's only been a short while since our last. We're like dynamite right now. We're jumping all over the place. Yeah, this show. <laughs> The two brothers just like dynamite. We're jumping all over the place. Mike, this is reminiscent to those. This always happens to us in the uh, sort of like mid-fall. There always gets to be, we have like an AEW thing going on, and then we'll have Survivor Series, and then we go to Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. Uh, There always seems to be like this one time of a year where kind of like everything's happening at the same time. And Mike, maybe this is just it, because like you just said, we're bringing to you a special show because payback is like in 48 hours or something. (laughs) Yeah. Brief uh, and SummerSlam was only like seventy-two hours ago. And summer, yeah, SummerSlam certainly feels like it just happened. God, I have uh, ro- uh, the Roman Reigns return. Uh, it certainly f- it feels like it just happened yesterday. I'm so glad I can start talking about Roman Reigns again. It was so long that <laughs> I haven't said his name. Um, so before we get to uh, before we get to our wrestling week, uh, do you want to uh, let's let's uh, let's crown a new Twitter champion? It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. Do it. New tweet of the week champion. And you know, and Mike, we say this every single time. Anybody can win this award. Anybody. Anybody. 
of course, um, I think it's full sale, full sale with the sh- with the work shoot uh, tweet, <laughs> yeah. which I'm still I'm still super high that was on. That's a great one. They're doing a great job. We'll have to keep an eye on Full Sail University. Uh, but this week's uh, tweet of the week goes to um, a man who's he's had his WrestleMania moment. He is a uh, he is a National Basketball Association Hall of Famer. Oh, we're talking about uh, we're talking about the great Shaktus, Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal. You're this week's Tweet of the Week champion. Um, of course, we saw Chris Jericho on Inside the NBA. I think back in October. Um, of course, like you know, they the, the TNT show. AEW's on TNT, so you know, and Shaq is no stranger to the wrestling world. Oh no, he loves it. Um, he I'd he, say he's a big fan. One could even argue and say, yeah, that he's a big fan. That's one of a, the largest fans in the world of WWE, you could argue. One of the largest fans in the world of, well, WWE. It certainly seems like he's a fan of another promotion, that which is on his <laughs> network, because earlier on in the week, um, uh, Shaq was asked by a fan on Twitter, hey, would love to see you in AEW. Who could you beat? Or who would you beat? Sorry. <laughs> and uh, Shaq didn't mince words or anything. He didn't, uh, you think, you know, Shaq and uh, Brian Cage, that would certainly be one hell of a, one hell of a beatdown, Shaq and Brody Lee. No, Shaq responds to the fan by saying, I'd love to fight Cody. Write it, Ooh. print it, text it to him, call AEW up. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, we, we are gearing up to, or we, we do have a pay-per-view coming up, and certainly one in the fall, Mike, is uh, Cody Shaq. How do you see that matchup uh, going uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think Shaq's just having some fun. Well, certainly, and I think the uh, the standard for celebrity match has been upped since Takeover Thirty. I think uh, Pat McAfee's performance. You know, if Shaq, you know, if Shaq's going to hit the ring, especially with with one like Cody, uh, you can't fuck around anymore. Yeah, like I don't know. He's so big. I don't know what kind of bumps he would take, or like. If he falls on his back, does he have to be helped back up? He's so large. <laughs> yeah. He's probably, what, 7'1", probably uh, 300 pounds or something. He's like two... Co- at least. <laughs> yeah, at least. At least. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but, Shaq, you are the Tweet of the Week champion. Congratulations. And he has been in a WWE ring, so we can... he's a former wrestler. Yeah, for, for, uh, former wrestler. There you go. It was, him and, uh, it was him and Big Show, right? Well, that match never actually happened, but oh, okay. uh, Shaq was in the Andre the Giant battle royal oh okay showed up. that's fun yeah that's fun so kurt angle is not the only olympic gold medalist to fight in wwe that's a good point yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go all right all right shaq mike tyson doesn't he have a boxing match coming up soon uh <laughs> i did hear that yeah mike tyson's boxing like somebody weeks, but in but... like a more of like an exhibition friendly style, you know. It's just uh, well, it's like, not for a belt like eight anything. rounds or something instead of the full ten. <laughs> so it's something yeah. like that. Boxing for seniors. I don't know. I just mentioned him because remember, it seemed like he was going to fight Jericho or something, and then he just—they never did that. They never. Yeah, they—they they, we, we seem to have gone they a bit had cold. An angle. They we had a bit of an angle yeah. there coming out <laughs> of uh, double or nothing. Yeah. Oh well, maybe that yeah, maybe that's where Shaq comes in. Maybe that well, this the seeds were planted. Uh, Shaq, Mike Tyson at full gear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's the match we're gonna get—the ultimate celebrity match. Yeah. 
Okay, Mike. Um, of course, we, yeah, we covered our SummerSlam last week. Just came off of a hot show. Uh, I've been dreaming about Roman Reigns lately and his new teeth. Uh, it's all I can think about. They're so goddamn shiny. His grimace just doesn't look menacing anymore. I mean, yeah, he didn't even have, I don't know why he needed the teeth. His teeth were fine Well, before. veneer, like veneers gap, is maybe. the thing. You know, everyone wants veneers. Uh, looks good. You know, he, his movie career is kind of going, I don't want to say, it's, I don't want to say it's taken <laughs> off, but it's going places. He was in that uh, David Spade Netflix movie, which you should see. Oh. <laughs> did, did you? Sorry. <laughs> you saw, you saw, you saw the wrong Missy? No, I did not. Oh. It's just the way you sold it as oh. if it was. You're like, he was in the new Netflix David Spade movie. It, like, it, wow. It was, it, it, those are three facts. It was Netflix, it was new, and it's David Spade. I know. And he's uh, mm. in it for a period of time. Uh, you should check it out. Is it? Okay. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And uh, so, yeah, like I was saying, Roman Reigns is just hot on the mind. It's all I've been thinking about. But um, we're actually going to kick gonna- off. We're actually going to go off to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, you're, it's not even SmackDown hasn't even happened yet. It's not even yet, SmackDown so hasn't even happened no. yet. But you know, Roman, the blue brand, the Thunderdome, it all, it all, it all works for me. <laughs> well, you'll, you'll get your fill. You'll get your fill this weekend. I will get my fill but, uh, this weekend. Um, we, I, the, let's just kick off Monday Night Raw. Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Yeah, let's kick off. Roman's your Buzz Lightyear, so let's bring out Woody, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> You're sick of him now. <laughs> Not real. I don't. Drew. Drew's. Yeah. Yeah. Drew's here though. He's still champ. He comes out, cuts a promo. You know, I beat Orton, and uh, hey, mate, you want to step up again? That's fine. I'll do what I did, or do what I didn't get to do, and kick your head off. Send you to Claymore Country. So Drew go to leaves, but then Randy attacks him on the ramp. They fight. Into the gorilla position again, and then uh, Orton just hits him with the punt two times to Drew's skull. Leaves him laid out. The old double punt. Yeah, I don't know if he's ever done two in a row. Yeah, two in a row, you know? Is that is that concussion worthy? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. God. Uh, so he's out. Then we go back to the ring. Shayna Baszler taking on Bailey, But then Nia Jax comes out because she's still feuding with Shayna. And she's got some new hair. Some little pink and blue. I think she, yeah, she had it. Didn't she show up at underground? She was on underground last week, I think. Ah, uh, did she have the hair? I then? think she, I think she may have. Maybe she did. Uh, anyway, Baszler and Bailey, they're going back and forth. Shane is down outside the ring, so Jax comes and attacks her, causing the DQ. So her and Shane just start brawling, and Bailey and Sasha laugh at them, go to leave. So then Nia and Shane are like, "What?" They look at each other, exit the ring, scare them off, uh, and then later we find out that. Shayna and Nia gonna challenge for those tag titles. I pay back, just like that. Just like that's all you had to do, apparently. Yeah, just get angry and. Because <laughs> yeah. see, I don't we know. Why and not? we thought, considering th- I mean, th- this was the first match that was booked on the card, right? Like the Bailey Sasha versus TBD. Yeah. So we, I think we kind of, especially going to SummerSlam, thought to ourselves like, oh shit, like this is gonna be something, something major has to kind of happen. Um, yeah. But so far, it feels like nothing really major has happened, and maybe this, you know, it kind of becomes that like uh, those like their part the partners who hate each other thing, which I'm sure has been done. I'm sure. Very much, uh, but yeah, looks like they're, I don't know, they're going with it. So 
They're, 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 I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they are certainly going with it. But then Kevin Owens comes out to host the KO show. He's, uh, I think earlier on, his, uh, his guest is Alistair Black, so he was knocking on the door, making sure he was going to come out. And he does come out. Alistair's coming out. He's got his eye patch on from his attack from Rollins and Murphy last month. Uh, they just kind of talk about his absence and the attack that happened. And in the middle of all this, Black just falls down to a knee and starts clutching at his eye. He's in pain. So Owens is like, let's get some help. But it was all a ploy. Black nails him with a spinning elbow, followed by the Black Mass. So it looks like we got us a heel turn. Looks like we got us a heel turn. And it's so hard for somebody who has a like long hair and a beard and already wears black clothes. <laughs> like to turn heel. You think those would be like all the things <laughs> that the heel already has. But no, Bram. Alistair Black was behind the door. And God, it seems like Kevin Owens maybe should not have knocked. Yeah, you know, uh, they weren't doing anything with Black anyway, so I'm I'm fine with this heel turn. Yeah, it's kind of been mi missing his edge, certainly. Yeah, you know, that kind keep of... the eye patch. I like it. It's, it was like it's like it was. I like how it was like wrapped around, like a it wasn't like professional. It looked like from a movie villain. Yeah, like it wasn't an eye patch. It looked like kind of like a, a band or like a scarf. Yeah, that they sort of like someone from Waterworld or something. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh. yeah, that's a good point. Um, all I was gonna say, every every time, is Kevin Owens get a new tattoo every time you? Uh... Yeah, like he added on to that that dinosaur skull. He like improved that. But and then he, he put another dinosaur skull on the other Let's arm and, a, <laughs> yeah, and like dude. a and like a skull and crossbones. We might need a new segment for tattoo updates. We may need so we, we may need a new <clears throat> God. We may need a new segment. Uh, <laughs> come back next week. We're gonna look. We got a little some <laughs> yeah. little tat update well that we'll also come up it's with hard i mean i guess i guess if you follow them on instagram and stuff they might post pictures and yeah i'm sure but i do gotta... like the fun of you just seeing them on television i'm like i yeah. just go huh <laughs> and a lot of times you don't even know like bailey you wouldn't know she has a tattoo because she's always got like arm taped wristbands and then you see her backstage she's got this big arm tattoo you're like whoa whoa yeah i think it's someone <laughs> uh like both their legs are totally done up, but they wear pants. Fandango, he's got huge tats all over his leg. Oh yeah, he's one of them. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was well. yeah, I was definitely thinking of one of them. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, some, yeah, definitely a male wrestler, but yeah, they just like wear tights and or like yeah. wear pants. Yeah, new new segment. We'll come up with a better name too, like tat <laughs> yeah. date up something up tat tattoo. Uh, we'll think, yeah, some some kind of yeah, some, something uh something better than that. <laughs> okay, and uh, something better than this next match, a triple threat. No, a fatal, fatal four-way. four-way. For the 24-7 championship, we got Shelton Benjamin, R-Truth, Tozawa, Cedric Alexander, the usual crowd. Uh, Tozawa just uses his power. He's got his ninjas to hold back Shelton, and he rolls up Truth for the three, runs away. Tozawa, champ. Yeah, God. I mean, we're. I guess we're, yeah, we're just going to keep doing that. Yeah, they're kind of in a cycle right now. Really, nothing at all. This twenty four seven title. Yeah, and it's uh, it's so funny with, you know, superstars and uh, like winners, losers, even title belts, which will go on and off television, but this hasn't gone off. <laughs> yeah, not really. Other than like Gronkowski. And, you know. But. Yeah, yeah. It sort of seems like you know when we ask ourselves like, where was Bianca Belair for three months? We haven't asked ourselves like, huh, where was the 24-7 title for three months? Like, we totally forgot. Yeah. Uh, so, 
don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, Randy Orton comes out next. He's cutting a promo about what happened earlier and attacking Drew and losing a SummerSlam. And he says, who the hell do you think you are offering me a rematch out of pity? I'm a legend killer. I'm the greatest. But uh, then he's interrupted by uh, old Bask in his glory. It's Keith Lee. Uh, but he's uh, looks a little different. Shaved the face. Got uh, slightly different gear and music. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's still Keith Lee. He's here. Commentary team is putting him over big. Uh, so Lee gets on the mic, introduces himself to Randy, challenges him to a match right here, right now. And Norton just says, you want to fight me? Maybe later. And he leaves. Yeah. Hot, hot move coming right off the, you know, it says to come to... Monday Night Raw right off the bat, challenge Randy Orton. Like, uh, and the commentary team is doing a great job just putting him over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm sure, or you may have heard, but I've certainly heard the uh, the deal about the whole, the new entrance music. Um, so what I heard was the previous people who wrote the old stuff, the CFO dollar sign, mm-hmm. right? So they are no longer, or WWE isn't working with them anymore. Yeah. So I think there's like somebody new at the helm writing new music and asked Keith Lee, hey, do you want to change? And he was just like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, yeah. No, I heard I heard those things as well. And yeah, there's a lot of people online just being like, hey, man, this theme sucks. And Keith Lee's just like, just chill, just chill, just wait. We can fix this. So what was I think that there's going to be another new theme this Sunday on the pay-per-view. Yeah, there could be. Guess. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's, you know, and. I mean, I didn't even like his old theme that much, so I didn't even notice much of a difference. Because, yeah, we, and, and it's funny, we, we, we're we always looking at a Monday Night Raw as in, or, you know, whether it's Raw or SmackDown or anything on the main roster, we're always looking at it from the point of, like, oh, like, we saw you in NXT, sometimes we saw you on the indies or somewhere else, and then you made your way to NXT, and now you're on the main roster, like, we sort of followed the progression. We keep forgetting uh, there's, like, literally millions of people out there who didn't have that whole backstory. Just, like, the first time they ever saw Keith Lee was, like, last night. Yeah. We keep forgetting exactly. about all those people. And yeah, I'm sure half of them were probably like, dude, this is a badass song. That guy looks awesome. Like all these things that, yeah, if we, if we just didn't have the context, it would be so different. Yeah. Then I mean, he's still the same man, the same wrestler. So exactly. He'll be fine. Exactly. Uh, we go backstage. Charlie's hanging out, talking to Zelina Vega. They're still asking about that footage of her poisoning Ford's drink. And she just says that video shows nothing. And then Gaza's just like, ah, you got caught. So what? Woman get caught. And then Vega's just like, shut up. You're not helping me. Uh, and who's this blonde girl that's been around all the time with them? I don't know. But, yeah, well, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, at first I thought she worked for WWE, like a backstage Charlie type. And like, no, she's not. She's just there. I don't know what the fuck she, she could is. be another performance center type of, or, you know, remember how last week I noticed uh, the woman with the red hair who was in those two different yeah. segments? Maybe this could be like a different <laughs> one. Like, they have kind of like a roster of these people. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but anyways, we got Angel Garza taking on Montez Ford, and in the middle of the match, Ivar from the Viking Raiders comes out to hit on this blonde woman, this friend of Garza. Uh, they mentioned her name at least once, but anyways, Ivar comes out, gives her a turkey leg, and that seals the deal. She leaves with him. And all this commotion distracts Garza. He's yelling at them. So Ford gains control, hits his awesome 180 frog splash for the win. How how long has this been happening for? Do we know? What? 
this this uh, like uh, Street Profits Viking Raiders. Well, this uh, this has helped the Street Profits. Okay, okay, just, it just right? I I guess so. Yeah, yeah I guess I guess so. they won. I think this was. I mean, I, Eric had this was just Ivar being the ladies' man that he's become. <laughs> the ladies' man that he's become. Yeah, you're to- yeah. yeah, you are totally right. You're totally right. Just fe- it feels like a long time that we've been doing this for at least since Mania. Uh, that, that whole, yeah, sports series that took, like, two months to get oh, through. Oh, yeah, the well, I mean, of, that took a whole two months right there. Yeah, the best of seven, whatever it was. It was, like, uh, best of eight, like, the Summit just series. kept going. Yeah, it just felt like they, it. They just, tied at the end, and then they were like, ah. Just kept going. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but we got some six-woman tag action coming up. Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair taking on the Iconics and Zelina Vega. Which I'm very, I'm always happy to see her in a match. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get to fight often enough. But no. Actually, all these women, you know, we don't get enough of that. Uh, but good little match here. Belair, she's the the showcase. She finally gets her hands on Vega and beats the shit out of her, hitting those big power moves and the KOD to get the win for the babyface. Yeah, for the babyfaces, um, Bianca Belair seemed uh, rather subdued. For somebody who believes that this person poisoned their husband, I mean, I get, I get, you know, she got her revenge. Sure, certainly, you know, she had the big KOD for the win. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just saying, you know, it's it's funny. Sometimes funny they they don't let us see that second side of a face. You know, kind of like that that slightly deeper character. Mm-hmm. It's like no, uh, you know, Bianca Belair is a is 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 nice. She's good. Yeah, like that. No matter what happened, it didn't matter because you're a good person. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I want to see more of her. I want to see. I could think she could just separate from the street profits for now. Let her be Bianca Belair on her own right now. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that could even. Well, I mean, I. I think we we need we need this women's division or the women's you know title scene division to clear out first. I think before we're ready for our next challenger. Yeah. It's all it's all too muddied between those uh, those two gals up there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where that goes. So we got we got more of that later. But uh, Apollo Cruz taking on Bobby Lashley in an arm wrestling match. Arm wrestling. And we got Mark Henry out here, special referee. And uh, yeah, Lashley, he's trying to stall, trying to yeah heal tactics. So Apollo just stomps on his foot, slams his arm down. Henry declares him the winner. Lastly, just freaks out and Apollo escapes. Um, yeah, I got a bad feeling. I got a feeling for Apollo Cruz. You got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling for Apollo <laughs> Cruz. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I think he'll because he'll I, I I just feel like the hurt business. He's been get he's been beating the hurt business too much. Yeah, I think he's gonna probably lose soon and then and disappear. Exactly. If they're if her business is still supposed to be strong, I mean, if and if if we're, if we're still getting fifty fifty booking, he's won a little bit too much <laughs> for fifty fifty <laughs> booking. We need him yeah. to lose, and uh, whenever um, I'm sure it'll be Cruz and yeah, Cruz and Benjamin or Cruz and Lashley next. And I don't think uh, I don't know. I don't have much. I don't have much faith in Apollo Cruz. No, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but then Natalia and her new best friend Lana come out to talk about the career of Mickey James. 
But then, you know, of course, they're just insulting her. They play a highlight reel that had nothing at all on it. So Mickey comes out, knocks them both down, and leaves. Uh, I, I, th- I believe, Mike, from this point onward, we do have to refer to her as presidential candidate Mickey James. Uh, <laughs> is she, uh, I never, she you know filled what? out I, all the forms I proper? I never followed up with that. I should really follow up with that because I'm sure she's been tweeting up a storm or something. We'll follow up with that. for. We'll have that information on next week's show. Um, okay. Yeah, I guess I, I guess uh, Mickey James came back to TV a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, she came back, and then I think she lost like her first match. Yeah, and you know she lost her last match. Lana's not a red. What's that? T- this is. I feel like this is too good for Natalia. Well, I don't know what the hell. What the hell are they going? Else are they going to do? Because right now they kind of have this like they're like just dressed up like they're wearing like Natalia and Lana wearing the same clothes that's step one yeah. to becoming a team yeah yeah I like it Lana's kind of the or Natalia's the mentor mm-hmm. uh, yeah and Lana's the protege uh, and uh <laughs> Yeah, it's tough to see. Um, you know, sometimes you know, or how do we? Natalia's s- just kind of like the the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division now. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good, <laughs> like he's never going to win, but he's always going to be there. Yeah, when you need title feud, you can throw her in. Throw her in there. Uh, God, when's Charlotte coming back? Do we have an update on that? Uh, well, I'd say maybe it's a good thing when it's quiet because then you'll get a nice surprise return. Oh man. If I got if I get Roman and Charlotte returning in back to back weeks, I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna call the I'm gonna call the podcast. I don't think there's any more any more important <laughs> things to talk about. She could be looking for payback. She could be. We'll see. Um, but uh, someone else is looking for payback. Bobby Lashley, he's all pissed off. Shows up at the Raw Underground entrance and just says, "I'm coming in." And uh, so he goes in, beats up some schmuck, and then Dolph Ziggler steps up next. And he's looking good at first, using those amateur wrestling skills. But Lashley just kind of sends him out, sends him flying out of the ring into a brick wall. So that takes him out. Uh, then this other little guy comes in. Lashley just makes quick work of him. And that's our Raw Underground seg for now. Was Shane McMahon there and I missed it? I think he was at the door when Lashley like barged in. He's like, okay, let him in, let him in. Yeah, I was expecting him to do his like really sweaty staring at the camera, dimly lit his commentary. Commentary going on like, oh, oh, that was sick. Oh, his <laughs> tis, you know. Well, you can just you can just hear the sweat pouring down his face. Yeah. from the microphone. <laughs> I was yeah. uh, I was hoping for that, but I yeah, I guess I uh, I couldn't remember if I saw him or not. And I think the dancers are officially gone. Yes, yeah. I think after week one, like the first of <laughs> like meeting review of what Raw Underground was like, the first thing to go, maybe the porno music was the first thing, the softcore <laughs> porno music was maybe the first thing to go. This hard second was the uh, the go-go dancers. Mm-hmm. But we got Randy Orton. He is taking on Keith Lee. Uh, and yeah, so slightly different appearance for lee he's got he's wrestling with a shirt on now well i guess vince is afraid of that big belly vince doesn't i i i I have no history to suggest that vince likes he has no problem with fat people or like heavier people his problem is seeing the belly i mean (laughs) any of the the largest superstars in history have always been wearing like a singlet or like a something to cover up the gut for the most part yeah you know, but uh, uh, and I think unfortunately Keith Lee may fall into that category of just covering up the gut. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think there's no reason to. I think he looked fine. He looked great in NXT. If he's confident, he wants to let it hang out. Let it. Agreed. 
you know, on the other, you know, guys like Kevin Owens, they don't want to. That's fine as well. That's all you can wear whatever you want when you're in the wrestling ring. Yeah, whatever you want. So looked a little weird, but obviously, whatever, it's fine. But uh, anyways, they only get to fight for a little while. Orton's looking for the RKO when Drew appears, attacks Orton, causing the DQ. So he just beats up Orton for a bit, sends him running off. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I liked that. I I think I I think you know I mean we know that Keith Lee is huge. They know he's going to be huge. Why we don't have to see him in a massive first match on this first night? It was a nice little teaser for the the folks at home that don't know it was, what their appetite. It was a nice little teaser, and I think that these two guys have a moment in this year's Rumble. Um, uh, I know I remember Lee and Brock did. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh God, I gotta watch that like little. I can't yeah, it was such a good rumble. Oh, it was such a good rumble. I just thought that brought everyone was with everyone. Um... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't remember what Orton was doing that night. Uh, anyways, can we go backstage and Charlie asks Drew about what just happened, and then Randy attacks him from behind and gives Drew his third punt of the evening. That's too many. That's not too many punts. Yeah. So he. Uh, yeah, he's dead. I think that's the last we see them. <laughs> so he's dead. No stretcher job though. <laughs> no, Not no, no. I mean, it's a big stretch. It's a big stretcher. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, we get a Raw Women's Championship match rematch from SummerSlam. Oscar versus Sasha Banks, but this time it's a lumberjack match. And I'm glad they don't call it lumberjills anymore. <laughs> oh, they used to. Yeah, like during the diva era. Like here's the lumberjills. Would you? Th- yeah, I guess that's a good. I guess it raises the question for me. Really, do people still do lumberjacks, or what do they call themselves? Do they call themselves like, or would someone say like, I am a professional lumberjack, or would they say like, no? Or would they say like, I am a woodsmith, <laughs> or like, would they have another yeah, word? Like I'm an agricultural. Uh, yeah, yeah. Engineer. Agricultural engineer. <laughs> Pardon? I'm a lumberjack. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, Lumberjack match. They don't really get a lot of time here, but uh, it was a fun few minutes while well, it lasted. Mm-hmm. Sasha tells Bailey on the outside, give me a chair. But then Shayna Baszler appears, attacks Bailey, and this distraction allows Asuka to get that Asuka lock. Submission win to retain. So it looks like the, that feud will be over. Yeah, this could be over opening up this uh, opening up the Raw Women's Division, which I think is in desperate need of being opened up. Because is Sasha Sasha's a, a a SmackDown performer, correct? Yeah, um, but I think as long as her and Bailey have these tag, titles, yeah, they they're li- they're allowed to go back and forth. Yeah, certainly. But allegedly, after this Sunday, if they lose, then yeah, they'll go, both go back to SmackDown exclusive. You would think. Well, I mean, the brand to brand Invitational is just asking for performers. Um, because <laughs> they got, they still get their four. Yeah, because yeah, I, I'm, I'm not deleting the tab until yeah, it's been one, it one calendar <laughs> year since the last uh, invite. Uh, the last invite, of course, was Charlotte Flair on May 22nd of this year. So on wow. May 22nd of next year, I will fish. We can officially say, you know, give to lay to rest the branch brand invitational. <laughs> uh, then we go back to Raw Underground, where Cedric Alexander is showing up to fight Lashley, but uh, Bobby just chokes him out. So uh, then the Viking Raiders show up and they start brawling with the Hurt Business, uh, but the Hurt Business end up standing tall. They just Take out everyone. Which is what they should be doing, I feel. Yeah, let them yeah, build up some credibility. and uh, Yeah, let, let them run amok. Yeah, and that was your Raw Underground for the week. 
I think we're coming on. That was this week four now. Now you, I think you may have hypoth- may have guessed it'll like after it happened, and then you said <laughs> it'll go three more weeks. So now we're at the end um, of what may be Raw Underground. Yeah, we'll see. But um, the main event of the evening, we got Ray and Dominic Mysterio tagging up to take on Seth Rollins and Murphy. So this was a match that we speculated, you know, I thought for sure this could be on payback, but they were just going to give it away like this. I with no notice. I just kind of assumed this would be on payback. Yeah, but uh anyways, uh, Dominic continues to look good. He's hitting big dive off the top rope to the floor, some springboards later, nice tor- tornado DDTs. Uh and Ray gets tagged in. He starts unloading on Murphy, gets him on the ropes, and then Dominic's like, "Dad, double!" So Ray tags him in. They hit the double 619 uh, onto Murphy. And then Dominic goes up to the top rope for the frog splash. But the lights flicker. They distract him. It's that damn retribution. Rollins gets up, pushes him off the turnbuckle. But then retribution appear and they just and they get in the ring. So Rollins and Murphy and the commentary team, they all get the fuck out. Uh, Retribution surround Dominic. He's alone in the ring. Ray goes in, tries to protect his son. So Retribution, they just beat them both down. And then all around, outside the ring, Retribution just stands tall on the apron to end the show. And they look pretty damn good there. Nice visual. The nice visual of the, I think it was six of them total. Yes. And uh, yes, after, uh, I think you sent that one image and there's wild speculation going online of who who could fill these roles. Uh, A couple people, it seems like we know for sure. There's a couple, I think, are still on unproven like i like i'm i'm a hundred percent confident on dominic dajakovic i'm a hundred percent confident on that yeah him and dio madden both seem uh yeah because yeah, they, they're so big and after i heard the dio madden one i'm like yeah i can i can kind of guarantee it's those two guys uh as far as the rest of them um well i mean i thought champa was one of them i don't think he'll be one of them no uh the one that i thought uh, one that was labeled as Caden Carter, I think, might actually be Tony Storm. Because upon further inspection, there was like another side angle picture, and it looked very much like Tony's body shape. Oh yeah, on the far left. She's got a, the big booty. Yeah. And, well, I was, I was <laughs> Mike. I was gonna say the Converse shoes. That's like. And then the Converse. That was the other. <laughs> and the big booty. Well, that that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. We were just talking about Tony Storm. We were just talking really about Tony cool. Storm last week, and you know where where is she? You know. Uh, I mean, we, you know, and then there's that means there's still a couple spots left, you know. Yeah, and also, I mean, uh, I think someone Meltzer might have said that the people under the masks at any given week might not not necessarily be there during the reveal and shit like but that. But eventually, so. it has to be. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, but you're gonna. That get That is solid Dominic group. Dijakovic. I can almost oh, yeah. like assure that be. is him. I think at this point, yeah, it probably is the the foundation members they've got. Well, yeah, these these people have to get into their characters a little bit, right? You know, and we need yeah. to keep retribution kind of at the forefront of because I think that was the first like uh, technical breakdown we had of of, uh, of, the, what, of, of, the of the night. Or sorry, I guess that wasn't even a technical. Like they they weren't fucking around oh. with the show all night. Yeah, yeah, in SummerSlam they didn't appear at all. So, uh, yeah, but retribution, man. We're still we're still doing good with them. Yeah, so far so good. New faction, uh, new yeah. faction who has an intricate understanding of like mechanical uh, audio visual equipment. 
is also pretty cool. You know, I mean, we've seen the things that these guys have done to alter the show. Uh, I hope when they are revealed, um, we get some kind of like an A team type thing. You know, one guy's the, the one guy's the muscle, the other one's the face, the other one's the brains. We have one person <laughs> does all like the gadgets and on the computer yeah. all the time. The other one's like good with maps. You know, all the, <laughs> all of these sort of powers like a, like a Scooby Doo thing, and they all come together. Do you think any of this is tied into what the hacker was supposed to be? God, I um I think the hacker is done. Yeah. Uh, I could see that there, you know, maybe certain elements of what's happening right now were sort of, you know, some stories pulled from, or you know, some backstory pulled from the hacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think I still think he was supposed to be Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Who also came back and disappeared. Exactly. He would have been a good member of Retribution. He would have been a perfect member of Retribution, right? I still think yeah. he was supposed to be the hacker. Uh, you know, and the hacker... Uh, maybe he could... Maybe if the character does come back, he can kind of be like an exalted one type. You know, Retribution maybe. is Retribution, but they follow, you know, so, sort of like, uh, you know, at Anonymous on, you know... <laughs> they sort of follow one person's lead. Yeah, that could be. That could be it. And that was the entire show. That was Monday Night Raw. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeedy. Mike, um, we really only actually have one more show to cover because it's been a short show and AEW moved around a bit. So uh, how do you want to handle the rest of the show? Uh, I don't know. Do we have a middle segment? Do we just jump into the thing? Or I've got a, mi- I've got a uh, middle segment trivia if you do. Yeah, I've got trivia as well. Okay, great. Uh, How about we take a break and then do the, uh, the uh, we've yeah. got some trivia, we have some NXT review, and then, of course, we'll talk a little bit about payback. Yeah, we'll talk about the matches we know and uh, go from there. Go from there. Uh, stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. Back here with part two, people. Uh, got into a got into a, a big discussion last week regarding the canon of Indiana Jones and regarding which uh, is, is considered part two of the franchise. I really don't want to get into it this week, um, <laughs> but I do have to say, just on the the, the note, um, and this is going to throw us into a whole new thing. So, Star- Empire Strikes Back, like Star Wars Episode Five, is my personal favorite Star Wars. Yeah. Which... Uh, Me as well. At one point, it was part... I mean, I guess it was never it was never branded as part two. They never shied away. Uh, forever, the opening scrolling credits has always read episode five. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't always like that with part four, though. It was not always like that with part four. You know, we just similar to the Indiana Jones time shuffle. Uh, George Lucas did a similar time shuffle, maybe to create... That must have been... You know, it's 1980 or whatever. You sit down in the theater, the credits open, it says episode five. You're like, what What did I miss? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that. this was the second one. Going to the theaters for Empire, they're like episode five. What the hell? I missed everything. Yeah. But I should say, though, that um, I guess what? Attack of the Clones, episode two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. what's, the be- what's the best part Compare. of episode two? Maybe little Yoda fighting. Yeah, all, th- well, yeah, all, all three of those movies have a single redeeming factor. Yeah, but the, and I can't remember I what twos is. The first trilogy, you can, I can just sit down and watch them anytime. The, the other three, I never really care to watch. 
and yeah, and it's really picking apart piece by piece. Like I could scroll through two and find like you know like the, yeah. the best scene Couple or something. Cool fight scenes, you know, like in episode one, the pod racing. Well, yeah, of course, cool. pod, uh, episode one is the pod racing. <laughs> episode three has the Anakin uh, Obi Wan fight on that on that planet. And, uh, yeah, the lava. Two has something also. I just fucking can't remember it. More than I don't know, Django Fat. I think it. No, I was gonna say Django? that was a. I was gonna <laughs> say somewhere around the uh, the Grievous fight. Oh yeah, he's kind of. Um, cool there's a whole thing when they're kind of like at his like base, and uh, that's kind of like it go. It's like a long like hole in the ground. I, fuck, I have to rewatch episode yeah. two. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's because uh, if it, has, you want. it has been a while, <laughs> but uh, but this is part two of the Street Brothers Wrestling podcast. Let's kick off. Part I still haven't seen episode nine. Neither have I. Okay. I was told yeah. by a Star Wars fan, you like I you won't gain anything by seeing it. I'm gonna watch it eventually, just to finish out the series. But. Well, you know, one of these days I'm yeah. gonna. Get, I'm not in a hurry. I'm I'm just not in a hurry. You know, it's uh, yeah. apparently kind of like the things I thought would happen. Did happened, and like the things that shouldn't have happened also happened. It was sort of like just you I know mean, it was. I also, I didn't hate uh, episode eight as much as a lot of people did either. I thought it was. Funny. I thought eight was also pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah, some just some great scenes in that movie. There was the scene when they're like messing up like the casino planet, and mm-hmm. I loved that scene. And talking to friends, they're like, "Oh, that was like that was that was the worst." I'm like, "How was yeah, that?" Some people hated that, that, that so whole fun. side story with the. Was that the same planet where they like ride those? Yeah, that was that was the fun part. They're riding these horses. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I was like, that's cool. Casino. I like, like it. This is awesome. And those little creatures that are there for laughs. I didn't mind them. Like, they're like minions. They're like the minions. They're like little. The they're, they're the minions <laughs> of the Star Wars expanded universe. I don't know. It's just yeah. well, I guess the people are like, oh, they're Disney. They Disneyed us. <laughs> they Disneyed <laughs> us. Uh, yeah, you fucking shut up, all you but, marks uh, anyways, out there, yes. all those <laughs> marks out there. Uh, let's just agree to like to like movies. And stop talking shit about <laughs> exactly. them. Exactly. Um, like we were saying, we're kicking off part two. We're getting nice and uh, nice and ready as we sink into the rest of our wrestling week. Uh, let's fire up some trivia. Trivia. We're firing up the trivia cannon. It's been a short week for us. It certainly feels like uh, because we were just here with SummerSlam. So, Mike, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions for you. I got five questions. Ooh, fun. I'm going to kick it off. Mike, some of these questions uh, may get progressively harder as they go. As they go. Uh, But, Mike, these are questions that are specific to you. These are non-wrestling questions. Uh, because who can say no, Mike? You you, you would describe yourself as a uh, as a fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Of course, you would you would possibly go maybe even go as far <laughs> as saying they're your favorite team. I would absolutely say that. You would absolutely say that. So we have seven uh, we have seven questions for you. Maple oh Leaf themed. <laughs> Of varying yeah. degrees of hardness, so let's not forget that. Yeah, no, I mean, hey, there's a hundred years of history, so it can get pretty tough. It, 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 I've it, only been alive for a third. It could of that. get pretty tough. Um, we're gonna ask this question though. Uh, the Maple Leafs have won how many Stanley Cups? Uh, it's gotta be thirteen. Unlucky thirteen, but it's lucky for you. Maybe that's why the Leafs can't win because we're stuck at thirteen and you can't get over that I unlucky mean, hump. 
Montreal did. So. Oh, they found a way. <laughs> they found a way. We're the, bet, yeah, we're the second most in the league. Well, still, I bet so they can... crossed 13 somewhere in the midst of like another five straight. You know, it was sort of like it was just sort of like rudimentary to them at that point. Yeah, they got they got there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, 13. That's the number. That's the number. All right. You want me to go? Yeah, hit me. Okay. So this week uh, I'm looking for. So we're going to go by championships. I'm going to name a championship and then give you a list of wrestlers. Okay. And you got to tell me among them who have won it. Could be multiple, could be all, could be none. Okay. All right. Like so let's start off with the WWE World Championship. The, you know, the, the one that's current, the one that's been there forever. The WWE Championship. Yes. The main title. Okay. All right. Among these men who have won. Roddy Piper. Jake the Snake. Andre the Giant, and Scott Hall. God. God, 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 God. Um, that's tough, yeah, because that's also a lot of slightly older people. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Um, Andre the Giant definitely held it at one point. He had to. He was the, you know, he was the biggest draw in the world's history so i'm gonna say him okay you're gonna you want to lock in uh yeah i'm gonna lock in with andre the giant because i do believe there was something where like he only held it for like a day or something right or it was like somebody beat him right away or something like that so like that fact sticks out in my mind so i'm gonna stick with andre the giant um the other guys though i feel like they were all around when Hulk was Hulk Hogan was winning all the time, or Ric Flair was winning all the time. I feel like I feel like, and I dare I even say, possibly neither of those other four men ever won, or sorry, the other three men rather ever won. So you said, you said Roddy, Scott Hall, and who is the who is uh, Jake the Snake? Jake the Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. I think Andre the Giant was the only one that won that belt. Well, you are correct, and uh, yeah, you even you had the the history of it right. He was only he won the title with a crooked referee double cross on Hulk Hogan, uh, and then he was stripped of the belt after because he tried to sell it to the Million Dollar Man. Oh, right. Okay, you have told me you have told me that uh, second part of the story. I think before he tried to sell it, but he's still the 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 title reign does stand. So he was the champ, but uh, the Million Dollar Man never got the belt. He tried to buy it, and then the president's like, "Get out of here!" Vacated. So. And and Scott Hall was a big IC champ. Yeah, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Yeah, that was his. That like was I his. Uh, that was his boneyard. Yeah. Okay. If I, yeah, yeah, it was his boneyard. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I got a. I got a. I got a question for you, and possibly a mm-hmm. quick follow up right after. We don't know. Okay. Uh, Mike, who holds the Toronto Maple Leafs record for lifetime points? Uh, so like most points as a Toronto Maple Leaf. Most points as a Toronto Maple Leaf. That would have to be Matt Sundin. Oh, of course. He had his poster on your wall. He always wanted to be number 13. (laughs) Of course it's Matt Sundin. Uh, Matt Sundin also holds the record, uh, for, holds, holds the franchise record for goals. Yeah. How many does he have? Uh, this will have to just be a guess, but, um. I know he has over 500 career goals, but I don't know. He also played for Quebec before he got to Toronto. Mm-hmm. But uh, how many goals did he score in Quebec? So goals as a Maple Leaf, 
uh, let's say he had 508. Mike, you're a little high. You're a little high. Apparently, Matt Sundin was also a little high. Matt Sundin <laughs> holds the franchise record for goals with 420. Oh, nice. There you go. Well, for now. For, oh, for now. For now. For now. For now. Austin Matthews, he's gunning for He's you. He's gunning for possibly. I don't know. Probably is what I'm saying. You heard it here. <laughs> you're, you're here first. Austin Matthews is going to do well in this league. Uh, nobody's <laughs> ever said that before. Uh, I'm not saying just well. I'm saying franchise leader. Yeah, hopefully. A franchise that's existed for 100 years. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. You want more? Yes, please. Okay, now we're moving on to tag team championships. And this will include any iteration because it, there's been way too many. Yeah, okay. So any iteration of tag team titles, uh, which of these men have won? And I'm going to give you individual men. Okay. So it does, anyways. So we got Shelton Benjamin, Enzo Amore, Otis, and Ric Flair. Any iteration of a tag belt. Uh, yeah, yeah, so... Within... Uh, yeah, within... Uh, WWE slash F. Um, yeah. Okay, Shelton Benjamin has... Because I can picture him as being like a... I can picture the Wikipedia, but I can picture he was with <laughs> a partner who that wasn't the partner's first time. Like, he was with a partner who also won a bunch of championships. So I'm going to say Shelton Benjamin. I'm also going to say, who was the second name? Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore never won. He never won it. They he was in. They were in that ladder match, that Mania 32 or 33 ladder match. Um, but I don't think he ever won. Luke Gallows, they were champs in the New Day. So I'm going to say no to Enzo. Yes to Shelton Benjamin. No to Otis. Uh, unless unless the tag titles move around so quickly over there on SmackDown, I can't even tell. <laughs> um, and then finally, Ric Flair. I feel like Ric Flair and Edge won it together. Or maybe Ric Flair and Randy Orton. So I'm going to say yes to him. So I'm going to say Ric Flair and Shelton Benjamin. Final answer. Lock it in. You got both Lock of them correct. Way. That was... Uh... Yeah, Shelton Benjamin won it with Charlie Haas was his partner. Okay. They won it a couple times. Okay. They were just... Uh, and then Ric Flair, he won it uh, not with Horton, but with Batista but in Evolution. A different Evolution also, member, right? Yeah. Okay. And then in the early 2000s, him and Roddy Piper had a late old man fun run. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, the old but, man uh, run. Yes, so far you are perfect on these answers. God. Enzo Amore, though, very surprising. One of the most over-tagged teams in NXT and WWE, and they never want to see. Well, yeah, ball. well, I think leading up to that, like, Gallows had it heading into that mania. Not Gallows. Sorry, Colin, um, or Cass. Sorry. Yeah. Big Cass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was, no, I was going to say, I think, like, the Luke Gallows and the other guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had Sorry, the belts going into that mania where they lost it. And I think, like, that, the reign right before that was the 400-day New Day reign. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then the Hardy Boys returned. And the Har and, uh, they had that WrestleMania, the mo like the <laughs> mania moment of the year. Yeah, that was huge. A huge pop on that. Yeah. Um, All right. More questions for you. More questions for you. We were just talking about franchise points. Um, but your question right now is, who is the current active leader 
in Toronto Maple Leaf points? In points? Points. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say it would be Morgan Riley. Not Morgan Riley. It's actually Mitch oh, Marner. Oh, it's actually Mitch Marner. Wow, he already Morgan he went pretty quick. Morgan Riley holds the current Leaf record for points in a season out of active players for points in a season. Wait, wait, wait. What was the question? The question was lifetime, like all points. So most point. How many points do they have in their NHL career? That's correct. Okay, so Marner has more. Marner has Riley. more, but uh, okay. but yeah, but Morgan Riley had has had a more has had a better season. You know. What do you mean? Like Morgan Riley had a season where he had 94 points. No, that was Marner. No, I think it said Morgan Riley. Was it Marner? Anyways, Mitch no. Marner. So I think you got the names reversed, so maybe I'm No, right. no, no. It is Mitch Marner 100%. Uh, With more, I'm going to I'm going to do a quick check. You're going to a quick check? I don't know. Well, cuz you got the you just said Riley would never have a 94 point season. Well, that was I thought, that, that was me building fanfare to the uh, to the to to the occasion. But uh Yes, certainly. <laughs> okay, well. Was, was I uh, was I wrong? Um, let's check. Uh, <laughs> Morgan. Got Mitch. Oh, wait, I clicked on the same thing. This is fun. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Yeah, I think hopefully this is just including. So it looks like Marner, yes, is ahead by 21 points. 21 points. 21 points. That's a big 21 points. I guess, yeah, I guess, yes. you know, yeah, being on the offensive line, I bet, uh, you know, I bet their assisting goal numbers yeah. are totally different, though. I just got crossed up with that that 94 thing. Made me unsure of everything. <laughs> of so all the Leafs things I've ever known. Check. Of course. Do not <laughs> worry. Do sure. not worry. Yeah. Thank you. Anyways, uh, all right. You want another one? Keep going. We're moving on to the Intercontinental Championship. Okay. Here's your list of people. Randy Orton, John Cena, Roman Reigns, and Big E. I think John Cena is the only one that has not won that. Lock it in. Are you lock, the all, the, lock it in. Lock it in. He is Correct. Yes, everyone else has had a go at that. Because I guess that's all he needs for that uh, that Grand Slam or Triple Crown or whatever they call it. Yeah, yeah, that's the only one. Uh, he could still do it. He could still do it. And I totally remember that Roman uh, IC reign where he would just like hold it over his back, like it was like a yeah, like, a, like, a like it was a satchel. <laughs> like he was going yeah, to class. Satchel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Big E, he just, uh, that was early. That was before New Day. That was when he was still like Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard and shit. Right. Yeah. I can't picture, I mean, I can't picture him even close to that belt. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows? He's going to push. Well, now. Yeah, now he's, he's going to push. All right. Next question for you, Mike. Uh, this Maple Leaf holds the franchise record and league record for most points in a game. Who is it? Oh, of course. Of course. Daryl Sittler, the 10-point game. Legendary. Led John Derry. Do you know the specific breakdown of that? Uh, like, uh, I'll just, I'll say he had six and four. Six and four, baby. But I didn't say goals or assists, though. Oh, I just, okay, <laughs> which one is it then? 
Well, now that I know, <laughs> uh, I'll say six. You know what? I'll go crazy and say six goals. Six goals. The double Hattie. Yeah, that makes it even more impressive. Yeah, seriously. And that might have even been back when they didn't have secondary assists. It, uh, 76. So, uh... Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Probably they still... Yeah, they probably mm. did. Okay. Now we move on to the United States Championship. Okay. Here's your list. Kalisto. R-Truth. Cesaro. And Sheamus. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. Because um, I feel like Cesaro won stuff before I knew who he was. And I know Sheamus has a history, but I don't picture him with the t U.S. title around his... around his. I can, I can certainly see him with the big gold belt. I can see him with the uh, like little spinner-type looking thing. But I can't picture him with a U.S. title around his belt. Cesaro... Kalisto, though, I feel, I feel like that one's there. That's the that's the, the either to throw me off. Uh, that that's the uh, the wild card. And sorry, who was the first one? Uh, our truth was the other one. Yes, our truth was the other one. Uh, yeah, so our truth has won this title. Cesaro has also won this title, and I'm split on Kalisto. I'm gonna say no on Kalisto. So just so Cesaro and our truth final well they have all won it oh, shit god damn it all four yes. of them okay all four, all four. yeah Kalisto is definitely uh blinking you'll miss it he there's actually a two-time champion him and del rio traded it briefly but oh, okay yeah it was very you would never you would never expect him to be and then sheamus he's just kind of always involved in things so yeah his was another quick nothing rain yeah i can't picture can't just can't picture him with that with that one yeah, I think that was like back in 2011, 2012, something like hmm. that. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mike, I have two more questions for you here. Wonderful. Wonderful. First one. Uh, Trauma, I believe, like you said, they've been around for 100 plus years. You know, that's a lot of hockey games. It's a lot of games <laughs> of hockey. Uh, my question for you is, though, Mike, what is the Toronto Maple Leafs' record for consecutive wins? Uh,. I know they've hit 10. 10 might be the limit. Yeah, it might be higher, though. It might be. I know it's, I'm going to say it's less than 15. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say it was a 10. And even 10. You got it. Yeah. Got it. Happened early in the 1993-94 season. Now, the Leafs do have a 13 game home winning streak mm -hmm. but of course uh there were some losses and stuff in amongst there 10 overall i like yeah. it okay my final question for you yeah. or the final list uh so this one's gonna involve any belt from nxt not including the cruiserweight okay. so we don't confuse but any of the nxt titles so which of these people have won any belt on nxt once again, we have Big E, Becky Lynch, Kalisto, and Buddy Murphy. Fucking Kalisto. Okay, so <laughs> Big E, they weren't, he won the NXT Championship, so he's won a belt. 
uh, Kalisto, were they even on NXT? It's my next question. Um, Becky Lynch, I'm going to say no. Because I think I, I picture Charlotte kind of holding that early, early kind of NXT women's division down. And then, yeah, Bailey and Sasha. I don't picture Be- I picture Becky Lynch kind of being the odd one out of those four horsewomen. So I'm going to say no on Lynch. Murphy. Now, he was in a tag team with some other white guy. Did they ever hold the belt? I guess is the question. I'm going to say yes. Murphy and, like, another one-named guy. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we're at Biggie, Murph, no Lynch, and Cal- fucking Kalisto again. <laughs> this son, this son of a bitch. You know what I'm gonna say? I, I, I don't think he would have gone two in a row with Kalisto, so I'm gonna say no on Kalisto. So we got Biggie and Murphy. Well, <laughs> damn it, Kalisto got you. <laughs> Kalisto got me twice. The son of a bitch. He got you. He is. He was a former uh, tag team NXT tag team champion with Sin Cara. Okay. Uh, and Buddy Murphy. Yes, you knew he was a champ. He was a tag champ with Wesley Blake. Yes. Who is in the Forgotten Sons now? Uh, and yeah, Biggie was the champ. You knew that, and Becky Lynch never won. So Kalisto, the wild card. Kalisto screwed me on two. I like that I could factor him on in. On two of these <laughs> questions, Kalisto screwed me. Yeah. God mm-hmm. damn it! But overall, though, you did pretty well. Yeah, you okay. knew your history. Mike, I have one more question for you. This this all question right. has no winners and lo- losers. This question has <laughs> just a give me all of your effort as you can. Um, as we know, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> management team and sort of team history has a tough time with what other franchises find. Something that's like easier uh, when it comes to retiring numbers. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs almost like don't like to retire. You know, they, they have this sort of like honoring system. Uh, well, they, used, they to. used to, you know, and then it wasn't until like a few years ago. It, 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 a little bit weird, but of course, some number. They had a mass retirement. A, a mass retirement on October fifteenth, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> Mike, my question for you today is uh, to name off as many retired numbers. Uh, sorry, players rather. You don't have to know their number. As many mm-hmm. retired players as you can on the Toronto Maple Leafs. How many total do we oh, have? Oh God, Just one, two, I three, start. four. Oh, you don't have <laughs> No, I actually just literally have the list and was just going to kind of okay. like, okay, two, four, you don't four, have to six, give me this. 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 19. 19. All right. I'll start with the big boys. You got Matt Sundin. Uh, you got Doug Gilmore, Wendell Clark, uh, Johnny Bauer. Uh, Daryl Sittler, Bjorn Salming, uh, Dave Keon, trying to think more older guys, uh, Turk Broda, I think I guess that he's on there, mm-hmm. uh, let's go more mid, mid-range, uh, all right, what's another old one, Ace Bailey. There's an old one. I think he's on. Yeah, there. think of uh, think of some <laughs> uh, think of some of uh, the hot gold icons. Uh, gold icons. Uh, I already said Sundin and Sittler and Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of icons. Eh, uh, it's a couple more. Uh, 
Let's keep going here. Because I, I remember a couple of players had to change their numbers because they got retired. So who was... If I think of the number, I might be remembered. Uh, you're at you're at you're at nine. So you've you you've uh, you've like you're almost on half. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, I know there's a lot of names that I know. I'm just not saying them yet. They're on the tip of your uh, tongue, but you can't get it. Of course, you're you are at yeah. nine. There is no completion number. It's just the most you can conjure. <laughs> I know, but I want to. Of course, of course. Um, more players, more goalies, maybe. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the mustache guy. Why can't I think of the mustache guy? <laughs> you know, the big must, Lanny McDonald. Uh, he's not on the list. Ah, damn! But he did play for the. I think he did a little bit, yeah. I think he did a little the, bit. Yeah, the, mustache <laughs> the mustache Lanny guy. The mustache guy. Lanny I haven't played Hut in a while. That's probably no, that's what it is. Are you playing Fall Guys? No, you're not. You can't. Uh, oh, I could on the PC. You could on the PC, yeah. I'll wait for the Xbox. You'll wait. You're, you're a patient boy. It, ha it has, Mike, Fall Guys has you written all over it. Oh, yeah. I could kick it. Oh, ass. yeah. You could. I've seen video. I know. You I know could how it crush works. that. Yeah. You could, what you, like, one warm up and then you would, you would, you yeah. would win. <laughs> you, you would win the whole thing. Like, one warm up round. Um, uh, I've lost everything. In. Sorry. You're at, you're at nine. There is a, there yeah. is a lot of numbers. Lisa have been around for a long time. You are sourcing from a lot of material. Yeah. Uh, Dave Andrichuk? No. <laughs> no, I'm just throwing names. Just throwing names out there, Mike. You got nine. You got nine. Yeah. You almost crossed that 50% threshold. Excuse me. Uh, let's keep going through down some of these uh, some of these numbers. Some of these numbers, right? Uh, Hap Day. Yeah, we got Red him? Kelly. Yeah. I think he could have gotten Red Kelly. Uh, yeah. Bill Barilko. Bill Burr, uh, is he the one that uh, the 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 song's about? Fifty Mission Cap. Possibly, he's not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. The last goal he scored won the Leafs the cup. Possibly, you know. The oh song yeah, nineteen fifty one. He retired. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. You said Ace Bailey. We got King Clancy. Uh, yeah, you missed King out Clancy, on Tim known. Horton. Tim Horton. That was the I should have. Charlie Conacher. Yeah, Charlie. He's in the Ted game. Kennedy. George Armstrong. Ted Kennedy. Sill Apps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I should have gotten the one you're missing. You're just missing one more. Left wing, uh, Frank Mahalovich. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, I should have gotten like three, three or four. Yeah, you could have gotten guys. a couple more, but um, but you know, after such a long storied history like that of the Toronto Maple Leafs, how, how are you supposed to keep up? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that was still still a lot of. That fun. was a great game of trivia, but there's there, there there there's nothing more to play around with, because um, we have to get ourselves to NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Gotta tap out a count out of one, two, three. We just had a fantastic takeover thirty. Um, however, the rumors swirling regarding a potential injury at the top of the cart, and uh, Trips knows it's on all of our minds, so we don't even get to it. We actually kick off the show with 
Um, Carrying Cross, of course, accompanied by Scarlet, making their way down to the ring. And on the scale of Carrying Cross outfits, which we've seen now, so we have his like tights <laughs> ready to go. We saw him in like a he was like in a suit and rain jacket that one time. Uh, but yeah. this was just kind of like black suit, uh, a little bit different than the last formal attire we saw him in. A little bit different, uh, <laughs> yes, but uh, he had his new NXT title belt with him, and he also had a sling on his arm. Mm. So that tells us this injury, it's real. And, uh, yeah, Cross gets on the mic, cuts a promo, and he he confirms it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm the champ. Uh, I was right, but they aren't going to let me defend this title, the condition I'm in. So he takes off the belt, lays it down in the ring. And then uh, Scarlet puts the hourglass down. It gets all smoky. Ah, that's terrible. That was the shittiest, (laughs) shittiest, shittiest way to open NXT. Um, But the only way you could open NXT, I mean, it was, we all knew it was, we all knew about it. And we we had to address it right away. And it was, I, I saw a post somewhere online. It was like five years ago, almost to the day that Finn Balor did the exact same thing, relinquishing his Universal Championship uh, with a shoulder injury. Uh, mm-hmm. You just, you, have, you hate, you fucking hate to see it. Yeah, right at his crowning moment. Uh, yeah, so he's obviously going to be out for a good little while, months and months at least. So going to miss, uh, I'm going to miss Scarlet. And well, and and the entire thing, it was new, it was fresh. We had a brand new champion. He had a skyrocket up his ass. Yeah, uh, who knows where? The, yeah, who was? Because Lee was out of the picture. Whoever like who he was, was going to feud with was, was wide next? open. Grimy? Yeah. I don't know. Is Grimy next? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, he's gone. But uh, we have an, someone news here. Wade Barrett was here on commentary. Yes, f- former, former wrestler. Uh, wrestler of the week, Wade Barrett. Stu Bennett. Stu Bennett, when did he win it? What was he? Uh, doing? He was doing commentary on NWA Power. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I mean, I guess. Well, well, I mean, we we shouldn't be calling him Wade Barrett. We should possibly be calling him. Uh, well, there could be a time where we call him, you know, the first ever, uh, first husband, first man of the White House. Oh, is he with Mickey yeah. James? I didn't yeah, know. I think they've got they've got like kids and stuff. Uh, They've got kids and like a mutual savings (laughs) account and I don't know stuff like that. Well, yeah, and who knows if he's uh, this could be him making his way back into the company. (laughs) I don't know if he's retired as a wrestler. We'll see. We'll see. But he's filling in for tomorrow for now, I guess. Yeah. But we got title shots. NXT tag title match. Imperium defending against Brazongo, who've been getting this little mini push lately. A mini push. Yeah, and you know what? It continues because they're going at it. Breeze hits a pair of big super kicks, and then both men are down. Fandango hits a big ass double leg drop. Both men off the top rope, and that gets a three count. Breeze Ongo, our NXT tag champs. And and Mike and you're you're we were just playing the uh, the belt game uh, a few seconds ago. Is this their first title win? Yeah, both men first title of any kind. Oh, that's awesome. This. So, yeah, they they could be in a future edition of that game, depending on how long they hold these belts. It may be forgotten very quick. Yeah. No, that's uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. But, uh, yeah, this tag division needs a kick in the pants, so hopefully hopefully they'll do something. Mm-hmm. But I don't see them. They're, they're still a bit of a comedy act, so I don't see them holding it for too long. Yeah, it'll be tough to tell. Um, I think I remembered uh, the, the, uh, last week I was thinking of the name of somebody from NXT UK. 
that uh, I was really reminded of. It was Joe Coffey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully Imperium sticks around for a little bit because Imperium's here. That means hopefully Walter is uh, nearby. So, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Apparently he doesn't want to leave the UK, though. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we go backstage. Damien Priest is being interviewed. He's still drinking that champagne. When your boy, Timothy Thatcher, interrupts him, saying he wants that first shot. Uh, so, looks like that'll happen, I guess. But see, and this was just a major bummer for me, Mike, because nobody ever wins on the first shot. Carrying uh, Cross? Well, he, he doesn't count. The Thatch Man. <laughs> I, know, I, I know, I know the Thatch Man. The Thatch Man, he, he, uh, he's, he's subject to a different set of booking rules. I know, I know. But, um, hey, he could still put on a great match. Who knows? You never know. Maybe Priest gets injured and he has to relinquish the Oh, my God. Patch. Maybe he gets injured in the fight pit, something like that. I think uh, <laughs> leading to what would be my, like, you know, WrestleMania or, you know, when NXT does their Mania takeover, uh, Grimes and Thatcher in the fight pit for the North American title. That's my <laughs> dream, Matt. Like, how do we book that? That could be funny. <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. Uh, I think also at some point, I don't remember where or what, Austin Theory showed up. So I guess he's back on NXT. He, yeah, he was John with somebody backstage. Yeah. I mean, he was supposed to be a disciple of Rollins, but they just kind of dropped him. Remember? Yeah, they kind of dropped him. And now, you know, I mean, Seth, and Seth has certainly been carrying. He, he hasn't needed the help. No, no. No, Austin would just be lost at this point. Exactly. But uh, then we go. Jake Atlas is taking on the returning Tommaso Ciampa. Champa comes out. He's got this like mask type of thing on. Mm-hmm. What would you call it? I'd call it a mask, but it's really funny to see somebody wearing a mask, but their be- <laughs> like it doesn't cover the beard because his beard's fucking huge. So it just kind of like you <laughs> oh, see yeah. it and you're like, oh, that's it's you, Tommaso Champa. It's like, <laughs> who are you? Are you trying to hide? Yeah. Uh, but Champa is vicious. He destroys Atlas in this match. Just uh, yeah, goes crazy. Hits the Willow's Bell DDT for the quick win. Uh- but he's not done. <laughs> Champa just pulls off the heel moves and starts just beating down Atlas after the match to the point that the man needs to be stretchered out of there. But then the dirty bastard goes and DDTs him off the stretcher to the floor. So we got a full-on heel Champa again. And this was the first time we've seen Tommaso Champa since his loss to Karrion Cross at TakeOver in your house. So, and yeah. you know, it was great to see him come back on a warpath. So come back like somebody Who's been recover? Who's been recovering two months? And like, hey, you know, I used to run this show here. Yeah, so he's back. He's angry. He's not being nice. <laughs> then we go to the ring. Mia Yim is supposed to take on Mercedes Martinez, but then Robert Stone comes out with these. He's wearing these old lady glasses with the beads and everything uh, hanging yeah. on. What's with that? <laughs> uh, and he says he's not letting his client Mercedes come out because of Rhea Ripley attacking her last week. And uh, as he's in the middle of speaking, he's run over from behind by Shotzi Blackheart in her tank. I love it. This gag will never get old for me. <laughs> he's just screaming in agony. Aaliyah's trying to get the tank off. So we get a different match. We get Mia Yim versus Shotzi Blackheart. And, uh, you know, it's just a quick little fun little match. They show mutual respect. But Yim takes a cheap shot on Shotzi. But she fights back, hits her big senton off the top rope to get the victory. To get the win. This, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we were speculating earlier about Retribution. This could be Mia Yim disappearing for NXT, getting called up with 
husband Keith Lee. If she's retribution oh, on Raw. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Because <laughs> um, she was one of the rumored bodies to be under, yeah, one of those. Yeah, okay. Retribution. I think there was a point here where uh, somebody stops William Regal coming in a room. So there's this very important scene where it's uh, it was Trips. Shawn Michaels, Matt Bloom, and William Regal all sitting around yeah. a chair. Or sorry, all sitting like around the NXT desk. Board of Governors. <laughs> NXT Board of Governors. Like very, very seriously considering what to do with this NXT title situation. Of course, William Regal tells us he's uh he's gonna he's on his way down to the ring and he'll give us some further information. That's right. So Mr. Regal, he comes out, the belt's sitting there with uh so he talks about the situation and We've got to decide a new champion. And after discussing it with the board, next week on a special Tuesday night NXT, because they every this everything. Do we know it. why it's going moving to Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but Tuesday night NXT, we're gonna have four of the greatest NXT superstars, all former champions, will compete in a fatal four-way, sixty-minute Iron Man match to decide the new champion. And those men will be Johnny Gargano. Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, and Adam Cole. Oh, boy. Oh, woof. Yeah, so to my knowledge, this may be the first ever multi-man Iron Man match. And this is going to be a hell of a barn burner, I think. It's go- and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be half of the... F- That's just your show. Half of the show. <laughs> yeah. And, you know? uh, wow. Hopefully, it can be one of those commercial break-free episodes, because... You want to see those sixty minutes? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you want you want to see the full thing of an Iron Man match, especially potential match of the year candidate. I'll and say it right now. It, it has it written all over it. Uh, Wade Barrett told us he will be back for next week. Um, he'll be doing commentary next week uh, for that match. God, I mean, right now, I, I... I'll say it right now. I'm Team Balor for team this one. Team Balor, believe it or not. Of all the people, I think he's the one that could. Uh, mm. You know, everyone else, I feel like, been there, done that recently. Yeah, well, that's that's exactly it. Adam Cole's too close. It's almost like, yeah, Adam Cole's too close. Ciampa and Gargano are too far. Yeah, Finn Balor. It would be a real kick in the pants, as I've been saying. A real coup de gras to the ass. Of the <laughs> It'd be a real coup de gras if, uh, <laughs> if Finn Balor took it, yeah. But I don't know. That's just what, that's just what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Right okay, now. no, that's good. Either way, excited for that one. But in the meantime, we've got a cruiserweight championship match to decide here. Santos Escobar defending against Isaiah Swerve Scott. And we get a solid match. Swerve's hitting his high-flying moves, getting a couple near falls. But uh, Escobar's got his cartel. They come out behind the ref's back. They start causing distractions, which allows Escobar to take advantage. And uh, later on in the mask, he sneaks outside and puts on this mask, which appears to have something on the head. Because he headbutts Swerve, knocks him out, removes the mask, gets the pinfall. So I'm thinking we got a loaded mask here. We got a loaded mask. See, these luchadors yeah. are all allowed to wear their masks. You know, like in a like a there's there that moment before a boxing match or UFC fight where they kind of you know the the ref will pat the person down to make sure you know I mean I'm sure it's probably just tradition at this point you know right but to make sure yeah. they're not hiding something. These WWE <laughs> officials don't go anywhere near the performers. Loaded mask. That's what I think He's it was. Take, taking a page out of <laughs> Sean Spears' book. Yeah, I think there was just the metal. You could see the dome shape. It was like a cup, like a jockstrap cup made of metal up under his just mask. Boom. Headbutt. Jesus. This could be his new gimmick. He throws that mask on mid-match. Boom. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> 
But uh, we got more singles action. Kyle O'Reilly in a rare singles bout taking on Drake Maverick. But uh, he still got some undisputed era. Bobby or yeah, St- Roddy and Bobby were there. I don't know where Cole was. Um, taking a week off. Taking some time just off. taking some time off. It's nice to see Kyle. I mean, certainly uh, we haven't seen Kyle O'Reilly much in the last few months at all. Mm-hmm. So you know, not only seeing him in a singles match, nice to know that he's feeling safe there. Yeah, feeling safe. We got a bigger arena. All right? Wait. Oh wait. Never mind. He's still. He's still. Yeah. We're still. We're still a full <laughs> sale. <laughs> but uh, less people around, maybe, because the other guys moved to the other arena. Yeah. So less contamination to go around. Who knows? But, um, Anyways, Drake's doing all right. He's putting up a good fight, but O'Reilly's working over that knee viciously and locks in this deep knee bar, forcing Maverick to tap out. And then afterwards, the Undisputed Era just beat down Drake. Uh, they go to grab some chairs, but then Killian Dane comes out, beats them around, chases them off, and then Drake thanks him, but he wasn't saving him. He clocks him as well. So Jesus Christ. Just a just a big mean it's man. A big meanie. <laughs> But our main event of the evening, we got some tag team action. Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley taking on Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And uh, just, yeah, nice tag bout. Two of the biggest women in the division going at it. And then Shirai and Kai, they can continue their little beef. But partway through the match, Mercedes comes out and she yanks Rhea off the apron, slams her into the stairs. So uh, Rhea's a little beaten up and she tags in. But uh, Gonzalez is the one. Who hits a big boot and then her one arm power bomb onto Rhea Ripley to get the win? So that's a big moment for Raquel there. It really is, yeah, to get the pin. The pin, the closing moment of a main event of the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and uh, that just continues. Rhea Ripley and Mercedes, they got their beef going on. And uh, are they going to have like a loser has to join Robert Stonebrand? <laughs> Robert, <laughs> Robert Stone on a pole? Yeah. Ah, ah now we're now we're making We have another shark cage at all. Now we're making some sense. Oh, Robertson would be yeah. perfect for that little shark cage. Yeah. That Enzo just kind of slipped in and out. Remember that? He had the grease or the oil, whatever he had. <laughs> they greased him up. Uh this is great for Rhea Ripley too. Rhea Ripley's uh, I was kinda of worried, you know, falling into a similar position that you know, whether it be Cole, Gargano, Ciampa, these people who like, just keep them in NXT. I mean, unfortunately, they've done all they can, but how do we keep these people in NXT without overexposing them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what, uh, yeah, after this Maria Ripley Mercedes thing, where does she go? Where does she actually go? It sort of seems like she's done all she can in NXT, and the only logical case is for her to take on Charlotte when she moves up. That was <laughs> NXT for the week. We do have payback in a couple days, though. Uh, there's only a few matches right now announced on the card. I'm sure there's going to be something that they tweet that they put on the pre-show. Yeah, it's gonna we be, still got a SmackDown. We still have a SmackDown. Well. But, Mike, Mike, how about you uh, lay out some of the matches on this card? All right. What we know so far uh, on Raw, we confirmed that Bailey and Sasha will defend against Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax. And I feel like the Nia and Shayna are going to win here. It Just because they've already they've already lost the one gold, so now they're going to lose the tag belts, and everything's going to crumble for Bailey and Sasha. Everything's going to yeah. It seems like and a few months ago we were yeah. We, I mean, well, f- for months we've just been waiting for their friendship to dissolve. And uh, I don't think this is it. No, I don't think this is the end of their friendship, but I think 
this is another knock on them, and I think they could lose you the belts, whether the, it's just a quick... Okay, yeah, you think this is them But that, we'll see. We'll see. I don't want them to lose, actually, so... <laughs> you take that back, maybe. yeah. I mean, uh, you know, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we got another Apollo Crews defending that U.S. title against Bobby Lashley. And like we were saying earlier... Uh, yeah, you don't think it looks good like for Like I was just saying this earlier, I do not think. I mean, you don't beat somebody bigger than you in an arm wrestling match one day and then beat them in a wrestling, like a wrestling match the next day. I think all signs are pointing Lash Man. The hurt business need to start looking like they hurt people as their business. Maybe they can contend this match in the Raw Underground lair. That would be eventually. Would be, eventually, we need a match down there. A title match with down sweaty there. Sweaty Shane yeah. McMahon. <laughs> uh, then we also got we'll get a proper conclusion hopefully to Keith Lee versus Randy Orton so give them a nice uh, showcase 20 minutes whatever yeah I, I'm just looking forward to this just yeah to Randy Orton still at the top of his game Keith Lee uh, and yeah. and Randy likes working with these younger less established dudes he Randy yeah. likes these indie dudes these ring of honor PWG people uh you know this is an exciting time for Randy Orton and like we said for the people you know that don't know Keith Lee and they only got a taste of him now you know I'm sure in this match we'll get to see him doing some of his moon salts his Spanish flies and so people can be like holy this shit this will be a huge moment for him to uh just pop that top off you know what I'm saying <laughs> Indeed. Um, and anyways, as of right now, this is what I have as the main event. We've got a no holds barred triple threat match, which every triple threat match is no holds <laughs> Technically. barred. Technically. For the Universal Championship. So the newly crowned The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, will defend against Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. So they're not fucking around. They're just jumping right into it. Roman Reigns back. He's going for it. Who's going to win? And this they one? announced this during Raw. Yeah, they just threw it up there, so we don't know any. I mean, Roman hasn't cut his promo yet. We don't know how those new teeth. What if he's got a list? <laughs> what if he's got a teeth? list with these new teeth? Yeah, I mean, God, could they put the belt on Roman Reigns that quickly? They can't. They can't. They could, but I don't think they, they will. They could, but I don't think they will. Of course, um, I think he's there to, to help. You know, so it's not just Braun and the Fiend again. We'll have a hot match. But I think Strowman's there to eat the pin, and the Fiend retains. <laughs> it's funny. I was going to say Roman is there so Braun can eat the pin. Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, <laughs> uh, the fee, yeah, you're right. Um, hopefully it'll be great. It'll be great to see some of these Superman punches. Uh, who knows? Maybe for all we know, Roman Reigns has added something to his repertoire. Maybe Roman Reigns is ready to win the match, and then we get our appearance of Alexa Bliss to help the Fiend. Of, of course. I mean, we didn't get Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam. Uh, fans are still hoping that it's going to happen, and this could be the time. Yes. But uh, there's that for now, I guess. I mean, Drew McIntyre will fight someone, I'm assuming. Right? Probably. Yeah, we'll probably see something in the AJ Styles IC world also. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they could add anything. The women's match, Bailey could have a quick match. Who knows? Or I guess they've already got the tag titles, but Oscar could have a match. Something could happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And that was our. Uh, we'll that was the quick little payback <laughs> preview. And uh, and God damn it, that was the entire podcast. Yes. Uh, we only have time for one more thing, though. It was a short week. Maybe not much source material. It's time for the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week, of the week, of the week, 
gonna kick off here because god damn it NXT NXT <laughs> started <laughs> such a shitty way because uh, you're right nobody wants to see you know nobody wants to see somebody get hurt uh, especially when they are a champion especially when they're new especially when it's something that's exciting how are we gonna get Karrion Cross back for SummerSlam so or sorry for Survivor Series so he can take on the Fiend I don't know I uh, just wish him all the best uh, Karrion Cross, you're my wrestler of the week Atta boy, Mr. Cross. Yes, we hope that shoulder recovers nicely. That massive shoulder of yours. <laughs> uh, yeah, rest of the week. Like, it's only been a half week or so. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if I can give it to anyone specific because nothing's been confirmed. I'm just going to give it to Retribution as a group because uh, I don't know. I know they didn't do a whole lot, but that ending pose was pretty cool. And kept it was the people of the world were guessing. Of course, that that that, that, that was screen grabbed and tossed yeah. around Reddit. I'm sure tossed around the squared circle. Um, who are they? Tossed around more than the twenty four more than the twenty four seven title. Retribution now a two time wrestler of the week. I gave it to him a few weeks back. Um, and who knows? The individual members were waiting for your faces to pop out there. Mm hmm. Soon. It's got to be sooner rather than later. It has right? to be soon. I mean, especially maybe the way we finished on Raw with them only coming in at the end yeah. instead of having their production glitches all throughout, to me, sort of tells us that we're it's next week. It's close. I mean, there's what's another word for retribution? Uh, revenge. Payback. <laughs> and so maybe this Sunday is the end. This, uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe Retribution fucks up in every single match, like causing everyone to TQ or something, which yeah. would be it. That was the <laughs> podcast, folks. That was a fun time. Remember to rate, review, like, and subscribe because podcast is everywhere. We're going to be back sometime next week. Yeah, well, we'll see who's paid back what. We'll see who settled their debt. We'll see what has been paid back on next week's episode. Mike, you're going up north this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I, I've heard the weather doesn't look that great. Oh, that's a bummer. It's already. Oh well, go up with the family with my niece and them, and so it'll be fun. Either that'll way. be a nice time. Great to get out of the big city every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Mike, you take care of yourself, and um, I guess we'll be talking to each other next week. Yes. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks, bud. You too. <laughs> <laughs>